0: This afternoon, we will be performing the ceremony. Dr. Remy's daughter, Grace, will be married today. And uh, it's going to be such a special time. I, again, want to honor all of our veterans in many different aspects of protection of this nation. And I just want to thank you. But I want to uh, just take today, this morning, To give you a message it's going to be a one-teaching message. And what we're going to talk about is parenting on purpose. There is a reason why this country is the greatest country in the world. It's because we understand the principle of the image of God in our lives. We gather together as families on Memorial Day. And the tendency is to forget the very reason why we have Memorial Day. I watched a program where they asked people what Memorial Day meant and about 65 to 70% did not know. And that breaks my heart because of what it really means. But what breaks the heart of God is not understanding about parenting on purpose. That God set a system, we've been talking about covenant and I brought this up, we will talk a little bit more next week about it, but I really want to enforce what we've been teaching today. By the way, this message will be going to Africa, it will be going to the Philippines, it will be going to Cambodia uh, in the area of training that we are doing as a church uh, to the world. And I just want to greet all those that are in the other nations and understand that this is a very important weekend for the United States of America. This message is important, and it's important to everyone. Sometimes, when we have a tendency to hear someone on a platform talking about an experience that we haven't experienced yet, we think that we're not involved but I want you to recognize that everybody, whether you're a parent or not, you're involved in parenting on purpose. Every person here, whether you've had children, whether you cannot have children, whatever it may be, God called you to parent on purpose, even if you don't have your own children. If you're a grandparent, if you're a parent, if you're a blended family parent, if you're going to be a parent, or if you're an uncle or an aunt, Cousin, nephew, niece. There's never been a time where in parenting we must get it right. Pastor Dan proclaimed to Terry and I, but I believe it's a proclamation to our world that there is an amazing move of God and God is not schizophrenic. God doesn't change because man has changed. God doesn't do something different because it's not working Everything God placed in this world works. He's never made a mistake and He's never done anything wrong. And so He has set something up in the system of of our world, and that is parenting. And I'm going to express to you parenting really what it is, the depth of the parenting. There are many questions that parents may have Do I do this with my child? we're changing, we're knowing the Lord in a better way, we're journaling, we're, we're going to discipleship classes and, and, and we're listening to messages and God's changing us and so because of those changes, we have questions. Now, how do I do this? Before I used to do it this way and now I know I need to change, I need to do it different. Let me just tell you, God never changes again. He, he's always the same, The yesterday, today and forever. We ask the question, what do I allow my children to do? My message today is to talk about four big issues regarding parenting. I'm going to say it this way. There are four purposes of parenting. Four purposes of parenting. And the first one is you are to be an image bearer of God to your child. You are to be an image bearer of God to your child. Yes, we have touched on this. Let's read this again. Found in Genesis chapter one, verse 26 through 28 says, then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over the cattle, over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image In the image of God, he created him, male and female, co-equal, he created them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, here it is, the first commandment. Be fruitful and multiply. Be a parent, or move in the life of parenting. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves on the earth. So the first commandment God gave to mankind was to be parents. He said, be fruitful and multiply. Just before that scripture uh, said by God, God put his image on Adam and Eve. Just before that scripture, be fruitful and multiply, he said, Your, my image is upon you when they were created. You are not equipped to be a successful parent without the image of God on you. You see, in the, the system of parenting, it is it moves and it succeeds because we understand the image of God upon us. When you became born again, the image of God was renewed in your spirit. And we need to understand you are God's image bearer to your children. The number one job of a parent is to lead their child, your child, to Jesus Christ through your example. What example? An image bearer. One that knows God, one that does things like God, and because of that, then your children see God and they understand God, and when they see and understand God, then they want to serve God and live the same way and the same process, then they become fruitful and multiply, and they become that image bearer to children. So if you have not led your children to an understanding of God, you have not fulfilled yet your purpose on this earth. Your main purpose on this earth is to be the image bearer of God. Now some of you who do not have children understand that there are many children around you. Let me explain something about yourself and children. Our concept of God is more derived by our parents than any other force in life. Your concept of God is is derived more from your parents than any other force, any other entity that is in this world. So watch this, my ability to be able to know God is developed and created, the seed is created by my parents. A parent's behavior is either creating a bridge or a barrier in a child's ability to understand God. Now when I say some of these statements, I say them pretty quick, because I don't want you to get too mad at me. Because I I don't want you to think that, that I'm pointing my finger at you, or God's pointing his finger at you. But what I just want to tell you is remind you of the process and what God set apart in this world. You have a responsibility as a child of God to be an image bearer to those that are around you. An image of God, who God is. We could be funny about it and say, someone says, well, who, who is God? Watch me. You're saying you are got no, get off that religious world stuff. There's only one God, but you have been given the image of God and the likeness of God in you, and it is your responsibility to create that. Now watch this. When God created this system of image bearer, it was created before sin. Everything was perfect. There was perfect fellowship and relationship with God. But as we have learned in Genesis chapter three, they fell and brought separation from knowing the image of God. Here lies the battle in our world. We have people that are looking for God and the only image they have of God is their parents and some of their parents are sitting in jail. Some of their parents have been abusive. Some of their parents have not had an image bear of God to them and they're angry and they're frustrated and they brought it out on their children. And it's creating a separation between them and God. So Adam blamed Eve, Eve blamed the serpent And Cain, who murdered Abel, said this in Genesis chapter 4, verse 9 and 10. It says, Then the Lord said to Cain, Where is Abel your brother? (laughs) And Cain said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. You see, Adam and Eve, when they had Cain and Abel, did not have the image of God on them, which marred the transition to their children. And the first two children born, one murdered the other. Oh, God should have changed the process. God should have changed it because it didn't work. Isn't that how we are? Things don't work. Change it. That church thing doesn't work. So we try new songs, we try all kinds of things. Let me just tell you, we must understand, it will always be you were created in the image of God, in the likeness of God. Sin will separate you from that reality. And in that sin separating, then when you parent, you will then describe to them, in many cases, the opposite of God, and kids struggle. A couple chapters later, watch this. Genesis six, praise God, he's always the same, that God is immutable. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. Why? Because of the image that was not present in the parents any longer. Because the whole process in the purpose of parenting is for us to show our children God. For us to show the love of God. For us to to do that and, and for them to see that. See, my job as a parent is to example who God is and to think and act the way Jesus would. I need to love my children. My children are older. I need to show the generosity. I need to show them grace. I need to show them forgiveness. And consequence in disciplining or discipline. My job in my child's life is when they hear the word father, they smile toward heaven and not flinch. I'll say that again. My job as a father is when they hear the word father, they smile toward heaven and not flinch because I have exampled the image of God to them. See, the devil attacks and wants you to forget your privacy or, excuse me, your primary responsibility is to lead your children to Christ, to lead our children to Christ. There will be many people that that God will use to create the image of God into your children. But the main purpose of parenting is for you to do that. When it comes to children, let me tell you, God gets serious. In Luke chapter 17, Jesus said this. Then he said to the disciples, it is impossible that no offenses should come. There's going to be times you're going to be hurt, you're going to be mad, you're going to be frustrated in life, people are going to treat you wrong. But woe to him through whom they do come. It would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he was thrown into the sea than that he should offend one of these little ones or children. And when, when he's talking about that, you're thinking about, well, you know, I offended him because I didn't take him to McDonald's and get some chicken nuggets. It's not what he's talking about. The offense he's talking about is not showing the image of God, because God doesn't change. The process is the same. It's always there. Not one of us are perfect, but we serve the perfect one, and if we will charge into our life to understand who God is, know who God is, and I want to tell you, that's why I'm so proud of this church. And that's why Terry and I say we've got another decade to really go after this and really see the prosperity of the Lord in our lives. And it's because you have taken the charge of God's Word, and you are growing, and God is using you to touch lives, hundreds of lives, and a lot of children. And I want to say to some of you who teach uh, next door to the children, I want to clap for you and say thank you. I want to say to you, teachers, I want to clap for you and say thank you. For your police officers, for a fire department, for you in the military, I want to clap and thank the Lord because you're an image bearer. For a business person, for someone who serves God, in, in the areas of many areas in the government, I want to just applause you because God is doing something great through you. If you are a widow or a widower, You need to understand there's a purpose of you to show the image of God, and it's not based upon what they do, how they react to you, it's who you are. We must be so concerned about our behavior around little ones, not just parents, but all adults. We need to be the example, the image bearer. You know, some of you as adults are still fighting images your parents gave you, that gave you a wrong concept of God. A lot of people are walking around saying, well, it's the devil. No, it's wrong concept of God. Because if you understood the right concept of God, you'd kick the devil out. You'd walk in your authority, you'd walk in who you are. See, the second purpose of parenting is we are the doorkeepers of the home. The doorkeeper of the home. That's the second purpose of parenting. You are the rulers of your home. (laughs) Adam and Eve were told to take dominion over the earth. To rule in the Hebrew means to subjugate by force. (laughs) It talks about any creeping thing or creep in the garden, they were to rule. Even though when Satan slid it in, they were to take him by force and they did not. You know what the result of them not taking rulership over the snake, Lucifer, Satan? The result was the fall of all mankind. Because you didn't take rulership of your home, the place that you have, the place that you dwell. Let me say this with all grace, and I'm speaking to myself. There is not one thing in your home that you did not allow to come in. There is not one thing in your home that you did not allow to come in. God will not keep the door of your home for you and or make you do anything. Anything. He gave you the authority, he gave you the dominion. All right, so it's the parent's job to check everything that comes into your home. Entertainment, friends, every single thing. Remember the Columbine shooting in Colorado? Do you know the two boys were building bombs in their garage? They were building guns, and the parents didn't know, what? That's their home. See, the politically correct thing that is happening with parenting is this. They say, well, I don't go into their room because that's their space. No, no, no. I'm being politically incorrect, incorrect, wrong to the world. But I wanna tell you, church, if you're gonna stop things, if you love your children, if you love your home, if you love the image of God, if you love this country, if you love what, what is, God has set apart in your life, then you need to understand it's, let me tell you, I'll say it this way, no, 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 it's my space, my house, and my child, you live in my house. Matter of fact, child, you're mine. I can make another one just like you. (laughs) You know, also there's another more pathetic than, I'm gonna say it, I'm 59, I'm old, old people trying to be cool. The friend. I'm a nerd, and I am comfortable with that around young people. Amen. I don't need to be cool around them. I need to be the image bearer of God to them. I need to love them. I need to laugh with them, joke with them. I do. But I am not one that goes around, I'm cool, and I do what they do and whatever. No. I am the image bearer of God. You know, in the Columbine shooting, there was another young lady that was at Columbine. Her name was Cassie Bernal. And she was into all kinds of nonsense in her younger life. She wasn't that old. But she got saved and she stood in the face of the murderers for Christ. And they shot her because she stood for Christ. You see that picture on the screen? That is a memorial as we celebrate and honor Memorial Day. That's the memorial of all the people that were killed at the Columbine shooting. And that is uh, my daughter, my son-in-law, Peter, who was there who was caught up in the school for hours before they released him, who lost many of his friends. And we're standing in front of the plaque and the plaque that Cassie's family wrote was her favorite statement and it was about God. Mom was different than a lot of parents. She went into her room and went through her backpack and found a lot of paraphernalia of all Casey was involved in. And so they took authority over it and said, You will go to this Christian camp, summer camp. And that summer camp drastically changed her eternity. She died young, but she died with the Lord. It changed her eternity, and today she is she was murdered and she left a testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what I'm talking about, as though if, if her parents did not rule their home, they would not have found out, and she may have died going to hell. Let me tell you something about every woman's gift. Every woman that is in this house. You have a gift of nosy. God intends that gift of nosy on your children. Mom! How many of you men have ever said that? Mom! The devil wants to distract parents where you are not paying attention to your child's life. You get tired, you get distracted. But you need to understand God's given you the rulership of your home, and you need to make sure that your home is in line. We made sure our home was in line. Sure, there's privacy. Sure, there's honor. The Bible says, Give honor to them, honor is due. When you are nosy, ladies, and you're sensing something wrong, be nosier. Because God is using you to present the image of God and to help transform your child, because God loves your child. And God sees past, present, and future. God knows what's going to happen if things don't change. And that's why you've been given the gift of nosy. Let me just touch on this. Later on in the church, we'll we'll spend more time, probably on Father's Day. Men, your gift is to be kids. A lot of you ladies say, that's my husband, all right, just a kid, adult clothing. Your gift is to be the kid by knowing them, your children, teaching them to run, to play and to be healthy with good entertainment. I would sense sometimes with my kids, and they would just be rambunctious and running around and, and just, "Oh kids, I can't believe they're exactly." No. I understood what was happening. It was my job to do something to wear those little suckers out. So what I would do is I'd get them on the bike and I'd go for a run or I'd stand at the corner of the house and there was a market down the street and I'd even give them each a dollar and say, okay, you need to run there. You need to run back. You need to do this. And I'd go run for, you know, on Saturdays, I'd run seven miles and they would ride their bike behind me. And the reality is some of you men, you don't run. Okay, but you walk, do play kickball, you know, soccer, whatever. Get them going, get them moving. Stop allowing them just to be focused on a TV or a computer or a phone. The other day I was was driving down, I was gonna make a right turn and and I just know today's day, you really gotta be careful when you stop in a neighborhood to turn and I look and here's this kid on his phone going, He's right in front of me. I'm just looking at him and going, you got to get to a place. Hey, I want my kids to have everything that we can afford. I want them to be blessed. I want them to have fun. I want them to have the games. My son, i tell you what, if we didn't give him a time frame, on, I think it was Nintendo, that was years ago, and, and, I mean, he would be there for hours. He'd come out, his eyes would be totally red, bloodshot. Right? The third purpose of parenting is you are to be the forerunner of the child. What do I mean by that? Proverbs 22.6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from them. Now the word old is when he matures because there's a process of now releasing them to be the grown person they are. And that's not when they're 21, it's when they're a lot younger. When he matures, it kicks in. Train them up early. They say from zero to five years old, 85% of what a child will learn and understand and be able to understand is learned from that age. The word train does not mean to teach, even though you teach them, but it means to model it before them. To model it before them. Show them how to be in relationships. Show them how to handle money. Show them how to respond to authority. If you come home moaning and groaning about your boss, guess what they're going to do? Show them how to love other people. Show them the fruit of the Spirit. It must be caught more than taught. Training is you catch it more than you teach it to them. They catch it. It's caught more than taught. Now, this sounds prideful, But it's not, and it's where you and I need to be in our focus and our purposes of parenting. I want my children to be just like Terry and I. Because who I am is a man of God called and anointed of the Holy Spirit. Who you are is is a man or a woman of God called and anointed of the Holy Spirit. You walk in a gifting, you walk in anointing. You want your children to be just like you. Why? Because the process keeps going. They become the image bearer. And we spent some time in the series before in in hurt and, and traumatic things that have gone on. And I want you to grab a hold of this and all those in other nations. I want you to understand we'll send you that series too. But the reality is, is you have to get to a place in your life that you understand you are the image bearer of God. It is your responsibility, it is your purpose. If there is something wrong in me, I change it. I don't apologize for it, I change it. You know the old adage that we always say here, if you want something to change, what needs to change first? Me. Your child Your children are always watching what you do and they will do them because you did. How many of you, when your children are young, you always say, oh. All of a sudden, they're two years old. Something happens. They fall and they go, oh. And you call your spouse. What'd you do that for? Like Adam blaming Eve. No, it's because you're the image bearer. They do what you do. You are the example. Now, I want to speak to people who do not have children. I want you to understand, you've got to get this in a reality in in your mind, in your heart. The passion and desire is so real to have children. But I want you to recognize there are so many children around you that are watching you. Because you're like Paul. Paul said, I wish that you all be like me. Why did he say that? He wasn't married, didn't have family. And he wanted, he had all the time in the world to do what he wanted to do. And he didn't have all the distractions. And what I'm saying to you for those that do not have children, the reality of how important you are to the kingdom of God is so real. We have couples in our church that don't have children, and I watch them serve. And I tell you what, you watch them serve, and they're, they're, they're amazing couples. They're beautiful, handsome, and, and they, they, they do things in the church. And, and people, you, you watch people. I watch people. You watch people, and they'll just look at them and say, wow. Because they're showing Christ and the heart of God. That's what this is about. The fourth purpose is we are the reality equipper of, our f- of their future. The reality equipper of their future. I said it that way because I wanted you to think, what in the world is he talking about? Because I'm gonna zero in and let you see. Our job as parents are not to shield them from reality, but to prepare them for reality. Do not spoil them, but never let love be spoiled. Did you get that? Gary Smalley said this, my parents never spanked me, and then life gave me a big spanking. I don't need any letters or emails about what Dr. So-and-so says about spanking. I just, I just want to tell you, there's a purpose of your life to show your children the reality of what this world's all about. I'm not talking about a two-year-old either. You insulate a baby. Yes, you do. You insulate a baby, protect them, and make sure every need is taken care of of the young child. But as your child matures, teach them these four realities. I'm going to give you now four realities very quickly, and we'll be done. First of all, teach them responsibility. When they are older, they are responsible for their behavior. It's not because so-and-so did something, or so-and-so bullied, or so-and-so. They are responsible for their behavior. Give them, in the South, they call them chores. Responsibility. Give them something to do. I've gone in homes where mom and dad are running around like chicken with head cut off and all the kids are sitting in the middle of the floor playing games. That wasn't my home. They're going to have to be responsible one day, so equip them when they're young. Second of all, second reality is this consequences. There are consequences to people's behavior. Why discipline them? Because God disciplines us. I call it policeman discipline. A couple weeks ago, I got pulled over. I wasn't speeding, honey, so your prayer hasn't been answered yet. She always wants me to go faster. I... Got off the freeway and was going to go straight, two lanes. I got off looking, went straight. You weren't supposed to go straight in the right lane. You're supposed to go right. So he pulled me over. And uh, I was going to someone's house and meet with them because of a death. And he said, where are you going? And I told him. Thank you, Lord, for making him feel bad for slowing me up. Anyways... No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) When he pulled pulled up, he walked up. I had the window down. I had my hand, my wallet. I had my hand uh, on the steering wheel to give him comfort, to know that I didn't have something hidden on my side. I kept my hands over on this side of the steering wheel. Why? Because my father, when I was young, always told me, if ever a policeman ever stops you or says anything to you, you do what he says. And if he does something wrong, he says, we'll take care of it later, but you do what he says. How about IRS disciplines? How about school disciplines? Amazes me how sometimes the child can do no wrong. Yes, they can. Let me just tell you. Everyone, just just look at me. Let me tell you. Your child can do something wrong. And you need to allow the discipline to be there. And when they go to school and they're disciplined, of course you go in there. But I'll tell you what, I remember my parents, I would get in trouble at school, they would discipline school, and then I would get in trouble at home. So if I got in trouble at school, I had two disciplines. Sometimes... Parents will remove their kids from 10 different schools till they finally realize it wasn't the school's fault. See, when they walk out the front door at 18, they will face consequences whether they're perfect or not. And they need to learn how to handle consequence in their life. The Bible teaches us this. God is on the authority side. We told our kids that. God's on the authority side. The world today is trying to teach our kids the opposite of that. You go ahead and break windows. Go ahead and destroy your college you're going to. That you're being snookered by borrowing $40,000 a year to go to. And the reality is, is you and I need to understand that there is consequence of our actions. And our children need to know that too. Last, the third reality of authority, watch this. Romans 13.1 says, Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. James Dobson says this, The reason that parents are persecuting the authority figures for disciplining their children is because parents have not settled the issue of authority in their own lives. Authority is from God. Authority doesn't cramp my style, but covers me and protects me. Did you know that military is authority? And they go stand in front of bullets for you and me to be able to mess up in freedom. But freedom costs. I taught my children authority is from God. Terry always taught them that. The fourth reality is the last, is the realm of the spirit. Teach your children that there are evil spirits out there to destroy them. Teach your children about good and evil and it's not Star Wars. The reality that we have authority in Christ but be wise Teach them of their authority in Christ, that it is spiritual. Their battle is not flesh and blood, but spiritual. Ephesians chapter 6. Teach your children that when they're young. There is a reality that you cannot see with your eyes. Teach them spirituality. I want to close with this statement Let's bear the image of God. Let's parent with purpose, amen? Let's give the Lord a great hand.